You know there's a way for nurses to start a business, but there's so many moving pieces. Cut to the crap. It's time to go right to the source and get real about what's working in business and marketing for nurses with your host, the founder of Nursepreneurs, Katie Harris. Hi, it's Katie Harris, and this is an episode of the Nursepreneur Podcast. Today, we have Heather Maness on with us from the Cannabis Nurses Network. She's the one of the founding members and CEO. Heather, thanks so much for being with us today. Thank you for having me, Katie. I'm excited to be here with you and your listeners. Yeah, me too. Um, so tell me a little bit about you as a nurse. How did you get started as a nurse, and how did it evolve into where you are now? Uh, when I became a nurse, I actually graduated with two different degrees, uh, one in nursing, one in psychology, and that led me to be a home health psychiatric nurse, which was just a wonderful position, um, enjoyed it thoroughly. But one of the things that I realized rather quickly was that patients who were homebound, they utilized cannabis. Um, and I was in New Mexico at the time where we actually had a legal program for patients. And so I began talking to patients about their cannabis use. And then I let them know that they qualified for medical cannabis, uh, a, a medical cannabis card so that they could be part of the program to safely access quality medicine. And that's really how I got started in that was through my patients and, and learning more about what they were using already and how we could expand on that in a legal realm. Okay. And so as, where did you take it from there? So you're helping them to uh, navigate the system. Um, how did the, the business idea get born out of that? Well, the business part actually kind of came um, simultaneously when I had a good friend of mine because the program had started in 2007 in 2009 it usually takes about two years from the time that a state passes a law till they actually implement and have uh, licensed facilities and so a friend of mine had come to me and said uh, Heather we are wanting to put in an application and in New Mexico, there was a, a caveat in there that you had to have a medical board member, and that could include a nurse. And so they reached out to me and said, we want to apply for this license. We'd love for you to be our medical person board member. And we did it. And we were successful. And we had a license um, issued to us in 2009. And in New Mexico, it's a what we call a vertically integrated system, which means once you have a license, it allows you to cultivate the plant, to uh, distribute the plant, and to, um, you know, sell product to patients. So right off the bat, I was integrated into the the medical cannabis industry and really started to build the industry. It was, we, New Mexico was one of the first states to have a medical cannabis program. And so I had that benefit um, of, of being there from the very beginning. And so I've been part of the cannabis industry since uh, 2009, which is 11 years. And it's funny because in the cannabis industry, we say that a year in cannabis is like dog years. We call them <laughs> cannabis years. It's like seven years. So I'm 77 years old in the cannabis industry. So it makes me an old grandma. 
Oh, well, um, it, first of all, I just want to say New Mexico is an amazing state. And I can, you know, I'm so impressed that they, um, you know, when it came to a medical board member that they actually included a nurse, because that's so obvious to us that that would be included, but it doesn't always work out that way in other states. But um, so that's very progressive. And to cultivate, distribute, and you're able to sell um, marijuana products as well. Yes. And it was interesting because at the time they didn't have anything in there about manufactured products. And so in the early, early days of cannabis in New Mexico, um, we only had flower products that were available. And so I, again, I had patients that were home health patients and some of them were on oxygen or whatever the case may be. Smoking uh, flower was not a viable you know, way to consume the product. And so I went to the director of the medical cannabis program and I asked him, uh, you know, what do I do about my patients that have these infused product needs? And he literally said to me, Katie, he said, uh, we did not think that through. And so you, <laughs> you're going to have to figure that out. And I, being who I am, I said, cool, you know, mission, mission accepted. And I was the first to develop a infused product uh, program in the state of New Mexico, which later I was approached by uh, folks in Arizona. Their program passed in 2010. Their licenses again took two years. So by 2012, I also started the first edibles and infusion uh, facility in the state of Arizona. So I ha I've had the opportunity to do this in two different states where um, I was able to help build the industry literally from the ground up. And it's just been a wonderful addition to my nursing career and have enjoyed every moment of it. Yeah, I mean, how that how exciting for you. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, okay, so so you created, the, how did you go about creating the edibles and infusions? Like, what was what was that process like? Oh, that's a great question. Um, so I, I, before I became a nurse, because I'm from New Mexico, my background was, um, I was trained by Hispanic curanderas that are like medicine women and, and herbalists, and also um, Native American healers. And so I had a really rich background in plant medicine and how to actually create medicines from the earth and distribute those to a community. And so when it came to cannabis, it was really just a function of figuring out how to work with a new plant and to incorporate it into something that could be utilized by patients. So it took me about a year and a half to really go through all the steps of figuring out the best extraction methods, the best infusion methods, and the best way to make these products. And so that was about, again, about an 18 month process that happened from about 2010 to, you know, on. But by the time I was in Arizona, I had that whole thing figured out. <laughs> and it just kind of expanded from there. And now I'm in California doing something very similar. Okay. Um, so, I mean, you actually created these infused products and these, these edibles yourself. Um, yes, I did it all. Wow, by that's my so own, impressive. With my own two hands. And it was funny, <laughs> in New Mexico, they didn't have a uh, testing protocol. So in the cannabis industry now, lab testing is um, required in all states for the most part. 
And in New Mexico at the time, we didn't have it. So it was really funny. I would make these products and then I would give them to some of my patients. And I would say, okay, I need you to test these (laughs) and let me know how strong they are. Do they work? What do you like? What do you don't like? And I really gathered all that feedback to hone in and perfect the craft that I was involved in. Oh my God, that's so amazing. Um, And what an art form as well. Um, That's really impressive. Uh, okay, so then what happened? So you helped to develop this in uh, New Mexico and Arizona. Um, I guess, how did you get to California or why are you in California now? Um, well, because it's California. <laughs> <laughs> Arizona for me was uh, really just, I wanted to help more patients. I wanted to start that program, but I didn't necessarily want to live there long term. Um, and so my, my husband is from California. He's lived here 40 years. And so we, it was just a natural transition as California was moving into a more structured um, legal program that we moved here and, and helped this industry start to develop into the what it is now, which is the legal uh, market. Okay. Um, and so where did the, the Cannabis Nurses Network come from? Like, what, what, how did that get born? And, and what was your vision for that? Well, you know, the truth is, um, because I've been doing this for so long, it was, you know, I was a cannabis nurse before it was really even a term that anybody used. And so I didn't meet another cannabis nurse for three years. I was working in the industry for three years before I met another cannabis nurse. Um, And what I started to realize after years and years of working with patients and creating products and helping to train um, industry folks in how to do these things, what I realized was that I could help more patients if I helped more nurses to understand about the endocannabinoid system and cannabinoid therapeutics. And that's really where Cannabis Nurses Network was born, that we wanted to empower nurses through education, opportunity, recognition, and advocacy. And it really is audience is nurses who are interested in learning more and being able to help patients in their area, or if they're interested in being cannabis nurse entrepreneurs and getting their own licenses or creating their own product lines or whatever it is that they want to do. And so the network itself is comprised, it's a, it's a global network. So we have nurses from all over the world that are doing different things, whether it's advocacy or business ventures or consulting with patients. And what we do through the network is we help support them and empower them to do to be the very best that they can be. And part of that is recognizing them. There's a lot of great work that's going on. Um, cannabis nursing is a little bit, it's an emerging specialty. So a lot of times nurses just keep their heads down and do their work and they're not recognized for it. And you kind of feel alone in a lot of ways. So the network brings that connection piece in, it gives support to nurses that are doing things, and it also gives them a group where we can all support that advocacy or you know policy changes or law changes to make things easier for patients and safer for nurses to practice. Right, yeah, no, that's, that's awesome. Um, so, What is it, uh, so when the nurses join the Cannabis Nurses Network, um, what what happens? Like, walk me through that. 
Okay, so we actually have it. CannabisNursesNetwork.com is our public-facing website. Uh, we have articles written by nurses for nurses on there. There's a lot of different information. Uh, we have our speakers bureau. So there's a lot. Of, the cannabis industry does a lot of conferencing, and so they look for nurses and expert speakers. So on that public-facing website, you can access our vetted, trained, and experienced. Uh, cannabis nurse speakers. Um, and there's, again, there's information there. Once you join the network, though, you are invited into the cnnmembers.com, which we have an app. It's our private group where it really kind of mimics the social media space, except it's just for us. Uh, we host all of our continued education. We do webinars there. You can communicate with each other directly. And it's just a wonderful, supportive, private place where nurses can gain what they need. And, and again, we're big on education because that's, that's really what needs to happen. The knowledge about the endocannabinoid system, the power of cannabinoid therapeutics um, is needing to be made mainstream. And that was really hammered in in 2018 when the National Council State Boards of Nursing published their guidelines for the care of medical cannabis patients. And one of the things what the NCSBN does is they are the organization that writes the NCLEX. And so they've, they understand that they want to begin putting endocannabinoid system questions on the NCLEX, cannabinoid therapeutics questions on the NCLEX, but they can't until that education is happening in nursing schools. So these guidelines that were published in 2018 are a call to action for nurses to get educated. And they, they've, uh, in the guidelines, they've highlighted out for advanced practicing nurses who in many states can now write recommendations for patients to access cannabis. They also uh, highlight education for practicing nurses because many states now, more than half of the states, the majority of the states in the US have some kind of a medical cannabis program, which means that nurses, doctors, medical professionals are seeing patients who are using cannabis with or without medical uh, advice, and they need to be knowledgeable on what are those, what's going on with that. So practicing nurses, advanced practicing nurses, and then they also outline the need for uh, student nurses to begin getting educated in nursing schools. So the education piece of what we do through the Cannabis Nurses Network is imperative because it's helping to bring this information to the forefront for these three groups, the advanced practicing, the working nurse, and the students. Yeah, that's so important too, because that's, a, I feel like that's like one of the biggest hangups um, in the medical community, because none of us actually learned about the endocannabinoid system. Like when I first heard about it, I thought it was like some marketing gaffe or something, you know, they're just making up stuff and, you know, just because I'd never heard of this thing before. And, uh, you know, to come to find out that it's such an important system that we just completely leave out of, of the medical books and the nursing books is, it's crazy. Um, well, but, yeah. we've had knowledge, you know, yeah. Katie, we've had knowledge of the science behind this system. Uh, it's actually known as the 12th body system. 
It's the largest receptor signaling system in the human body responsible for communication between all other body systems. So it's highly important. And we've known about it now for over 30 years. And so the fact that it's not in nursing textbooks, that it's not um, part of that educational process is really quite a shame because for, I felt the same way you did when I learned about the endocannabinoid system. I said, what the heck? I, you know, I, I, I got ripped off in nursing school. You guys didn't teach me about the whole body system. And so it really kind of fired me up to say, we've got to uh, help nurses understand this because once I understood the endocannabinoid system, it helped everything else make sense. And there are ways to support that system with or without cannabis. And so that's, that's really what we do through the network is help to bring all this education, knowledge, and empowerment to nurses. Yeah, no, that's really important because, you know, I, I kind of think of like not teaching the endocannabinoid system is like forgetting to teach about the endocrine system and just be like, oh, well, you know, good luck. Um, but yeah, so I, that that whole piece, um, and I know like even just bringing lectures because I've had some of the cannabis nurses do lectures for the acute care nurse practitioner programs at a university that I'm affiliated with. And, um, you know, I kind of got the side eye, you know, like, oh, cannabis, you know, it, like it's still not completely mainstream. It's really coming. And I've been interacting with so many cannabis nurses to me cannabis is kind of just normal it's like a normal plant that we use every day but then I go out into the general public and you still kind of get that um, you know oh it's a it's a bad thing or you know I'm not sure how I feel about it I'm like wait what <laughs> I forgot we were still having this conversation like I've already moved on and I'm sure since you've been in this for so long you're so ancient with your years of experience here in cannabis that it's probably hard for you to understand um, just think about why somebody would be opposed to, to cannabis at some level. And I do understand it's the stigma, it's the propaganda, it's the way that it was demonized, um, you know, for race, racial issues and things of that nature over many years. And so once you understand the history of cannabis and how it became illegal, the truth is, you know, there have been cannabinoid preparations made in medicine for, for years and years and years. It was always part of medicine. And even when um, it was made illegal, it, it, it was against the American Medical Association. They said, no, you can't take this from us. It was part of the pharmacopoeia, of the pharmacopoeia for years and years. And then it was taken from us and put in this schedule one status, which it doesn't belong there. That's the schedule for things that are highly addictive, that um, have no medical value. And we've always known that cannabis had medical value. And so trying to break down these years and years of stigma is a barrier that we are having to overcome because of just the propaganda. And so it, it is challenging, but again, I'm always up for a good challenge. So I'm just <laughs> banging away at it. <laughs> so does the Cannabis Nurses Network, does it work with patients directly or is it really geared for nurses? Uh, the network itself is focused on nurses because each nurse is working with patients and we want to make sure that they have all the resources, the empowerment, um, the information that they need to be the best cannabis nurse that they can be for their patients. And uh, so, yes, we, we are focused mainly on nurses, but you know, the, the website where we have the articles by nurses for nurses, those, those are written in a way that if patients are inter interested in learning what nurses are learning, it's easily readable 
uh, by them to start to understand a little bit more for themselves. Now, how big is, is the Cannabis Nurses Network in terms of one, um, nurse members, and two, how big is kind of the team that runs the, the business? Well, we're five years old, so when we first started, it started out as a gathering of nurses who just wanted to socialize, have a little bit of fun, and educate one another. And I think there were about 12 of us that showed up to the first one. That was back in 2015. And every year since then, we've hosted an annual conference, which just grows and grows and grows every single year. Um, we have several hundred members and you know that's not in the thousands but we're gaining new members every single day and we have a very good group so although we're not huge and enormous right now we have a very potent uh, group of nurses that are doing incredible work and we actually just hosted our fifth annual cannabis nurses network uh, conference which is for continued education and the title of our conference was a revolution in healthcare, and it provides and offers 12 contact hours for nurses. Now, obviously, we had to pivot like everyone else and go from a live event to a virtual event. So this was our first virtual event, but it was wonderful because now not only did we host that conference last week, um, but we also now have all of that content available on demand if nurses are interested in purchasing that program for 12 contact hours. We also have last year's program, which was titled Rooted in Science, Nourished by Knowledge. And that, that uh, content is also available on demand. So we have some very good content where we have exceptional speakers. Um, I know that Lisa Hadeen has been on your podcast before. She was a speaker this year for Revolution in Healthcare. And we just bring the best of the best to come and educate other nurses so you can feel very confident in the quality of um, information that you're receiving through the Cannabis Nurses Network. Yeah, that, that, that's amazing. And, it, and I, so um, I do like some of the things that uh, COVID has forced on us in, you know, just kind of um, redefining how we do things and the virtual conferences. Why, you know, it's always great to go somewhere. Um, you know, it's nice to have that virtual aspect of it as well. And then it has future repurposing um, uh, ability as well. So, you know, it can bring more um, knowledge to nurses that couldn't get to the conference or weren't aware of it, uh, and they can listen to the information just evergreen on demand. And I think that's a, a great kind of like outcome of, of all the devastation that COVID has, has caused is just these opportunities that are emerging. And we were really blessed that we had set up this way to be digital. Um, we were ready for COVID without really knowing it. It wasn't that heavy of a lift to transition. Uh, we offer, you know, free webinars for our members to, to view. We have our speakers bureau members that are part of our conference that they come and they do webinar series. And so all of this information and education builds on itself. And we're really a place for nurses who want to 
become professionally developed in this space to give them opportunities to do so in a loving and caring environment where they can feel supported and grow. You know, those first audiences are always the most important so that you can get that feedback or you can make mistakes and not be judged harshly. And that's what we provide for our members, a safe place to learn and grow and be loved through the process of, of this uh, cannabis nursing specialty, which can be not always a bed of roses. I have to be honest. <laughs> Sometimes it can be a little difficult. And so we've really built an empowering network for our nurses to grow. That's, that's great. Um, so how big is the team at um, uh, Cannabis Nurses Network? Well, we've got uh, four main folks that kind of run the show and do all the day-to-day -day activities. But a network is only as good as the members that participate. And mm -hmm. so we always tell our members, you will get out of the network what you put into it. And so it really is a collaborative effort of everybody bringing what their expertise is to the table. And it, it is a true network. There's not like a head of, head of the network that says, this is what we have to do and <laughs> we have to do it this way. We, we run our tech stuff with tech people. We run our you know, um, educational things with folks that are highly uh, knowledgeable in the education parts. But the network itself is really built upon the members who make up the network. And so we want to invite any of your listeners who are interested um, to come and be part of it, help grow this specialty into what it's becoming because it's only getting better over time. Uh, this cannabis nursing is here to stay. Absolutely. Um, okay, so if somebody wanted to join the Cannabis Nurses uh, Network, where do they go and how do they find out more? You can go directly to cnnmembers.com or you can go to cannabisnursesnetwork.com. Either of those websites will get you where you need to go. Uh, check us out, see if it's something that you in, enjoy and want to be a part of, and we will welcome you with open arms when you get there. All right. Thank you so much, Heather. Thank you, Katie. This was wonderful. And I wish you luck in all of your cannabis or all of your nursepreneur adventures. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and you're welcome to be a cannabis nurse if you'd like. <laughs> <laughs>